Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself as a pre-PT on your journey to becoming a future doctor of physical therapy. This episode has been sponsored by our Acceptance Navigator Series, which is a free four-part pre-PT video series where we teach you exactly how to take full control of your PT school acceptance journey, as well as how to find clarity and direction as a pre-PT so that you can dominate your application regardless of your GPA, GRE score, or fear of PT school rejection. Learn how to get into the driver's seat of your acceptance journey and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This is the most value that we have given away and it's free. Take control of your pre-PT journey today by going to www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. This episode has also been sponsored by our friends at ptschoolprobe.com. Listen to this. One of the biggest fatal application mistakes that thousands of PT school applicants make each year when applying to PT school is not applying to schools that are a perfect match for them. Partnering with our friends at PT School Probe has made that a problem of the past. As PT School Probe makes it extremely easy to plug in and enter what you're looking for in your ideal schools and you will be immediately matched up with your perfect match DPT programs in the United States. To get matched and locked into your perfect DPT school programs, go to www.ptschoolprobe.com www.ptschoolprobe.com and use the code PREPTGRIND in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you there. That's PREPTGRIND for your code. This will save you hundreds of dollars in your application by helping you avoid throwing away money at the wrong schools and saving tens of thousands of dollars lost every year that you miss out on becoming a DPT. So go to www.ptschoolprobe, that's ptschool, P-R-O-B-E, probe.com and use the code PREPTGRIND in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you. And that's because we got you covered and we are excited to share this next episode with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast episode. We look forward to serving you. Have a blast. Hello, hello. How y'all doing? I hope you're having an absolutely amazing evening. For Sophia, this is lunchtime, basically. So <laughs> hope y'all are doing great. For, for those of you that have not followed PreVT Grind for a long time, or you are joining us for this series for the first time, this is episode 27 of what we call the Pre-PT Inspire series. And what this is, is we have students that we have coached in our accepted system coaching program. Pre-PT is just like you, who once they have gotten accepted into PT school, a few of them actually want to share their story. And they're like, hey, like, let me use my experience to help someone that is currently in a position that's similar to where I was maybe a few weeks ago, a few months ago, a few years ago. Uh, and so I, I have thoroughly enjoyed every single one of these interviews. And tonight, we have none other than the future Dr. Sophia. She's amazing, which you'll see in just a second. But what she'll do today is she'll be sharing her experience, her journey. She is already accepted into multiple PT programs, but there was a time when she had the same doubts as you guys might be feeling. She has 
had some of the same obstacles and frustrations that you might be currently experiencing. And she'll talk about all of that. And so tonight's is to inspire you. That's why we call it the Pre-PT Inspire series. Use this. And I want you to ask yourself the entire time, what can I learn from this? How can I take Sophia's journey and apply it to where I am right now so that I can keep pushing and I can get myself closer to my acceptance, uh, you know, my PT school acceptance? Because that's, that's the dream, Sophia. That's the dream. So before we start, would you mind, before we even get to the first question, right? <laughs> tell the people where you're currently at. Uh, like, okay. Because I made that little joke about it being lunchtime where you're at. But like, tell, tell them I know, where everyone's you're probably are. confused. Like, what? <laughs> okay, so first I just want to say thank you so much for having me here today. I'm really excited to share my story. So I'm streaming here live from Guam. It's in the Pacific. I currently am staying here until I go back to PT school. Oh. Oh, she's in Guam, y'all. So uh, no, I knew people needed an explanation because I said that. Uh, so, so, so right now it's lunchtime in Guam and, and, and this early afternoon slash this mm-hmm. evening, we're about to dive in and talk about your experience. And for those of y'all that are still applying, for those of you that, especially for those of you that have been rejected before, if you've been rejected before, please listen, please, please listen, because she's going to talk to y'all in a little bit. So let's dive in. So Sophia, before we get to the part of your story that was frustrating. Tell us a little bit about why you chose physical therapy in the first place. What led you to choose PT? Okay, so my journey to choosing PT came from not just one thing, but a series of events. So it started with me first spraining my rotator cuff playing volleyball, and then I went to go see the athletic trainer who went through rehab, and I just thought, like, well, this would be something pretty cool to do help people recover from their injuries and get them back to doing the things that they love right and athletic trainer said to me I should try to check out physical therapy uh, because you can there's a lot more opportunities is what he said to me so I looked I looked into it more and it seemed like something I really wanted to do so when I got into my undergrad I did some shadowing hours and then that's when I really realized that physical therapy was for me because I learned that physical therapy is so much more than just treating people with sports injuries. You get to treat people who are recovering from like strokes, who are going through chronic illnesses like multiple sclerosis and just helping people to be able to live the highest quality of life that they can. And that's something I'd really like to do. And most importantly, I want to be able to give back to my people here back on Guam. So after physical therapy school, I want to be able to bring what I learned back here on island and just promote preventative care and um, overall health and wellness. Wow. So you want to go back and serve in Guam? Yes. I love Eventually it. I want to come back after getting, you know, some good experience. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. So first of all, that is a, like, that gives us a really good picture of what drives you uh, because <laughs> the same things that obviously led you to apply for PT school are the same things that are pushing you now uh, as you start physical therapy school. Uh, when do you begin? I'm not sure yet. It depends on what school I decide to go to. All right, cool. So whenever you begin classes, that's what's going to inspire you and push you. But but I yeah. absolutely love it. Let's switch gears a little bit. This, mm-hmm. this, this next part, let's dive into the part of your story, Sophia, that everyone wants to hear about. Because most of us as students, like it's very easy to talk about the good parts of the story. It's very easy to talk about yeah, the fact sure. that you've been accepted into multiple schools. It's very easy to say, all right, keep pushing. You guys got it. Like, it's easy to say that stuff after 
you you've gotten to where you want it to go, right? It's it's very difficult though when you're kind of in the thick of it. So what were your biggest struggles? What were your biggest fears? What were your biggest obstacles on your way to becoming, you know, a PT school accepted applicant? Because that's where a lot of like a lot of our listeners are there right now. And so we want them to hear that so that they can be like, oh my goodness, like that that's exactly where I'm at. So that when you start talking about your solution and how you navigated through it, they're they're listening even more. So uh, what were your biggest struggles? What were your biggest obstacles? Tell us all of them. Do not hold back. All right. So let me just start with the first time I applied to PT school. This was going into my senior year. I I lacked the sense of urgency to really get things done on time. And I kind of waited to the last minute to do like my essays, get my letters, observation hours, all that stuff. And I spent most of the time working worrying about my GPA, getting that up, and also the GRE. So I kind of let it sink in my head that like my GRE score is not good enough, my GPA is not average, and even my counselors, they're saying like your GPA is not competitive, so you have to, it's a really low chance that you'll get in, I guess, your first time around, especially since I hadn't finished all of my prereqs yet. So I went through my application and then I hadn't heard back from any of the schools and then one of my roommates that also applied to she was getting interviews and I was just sitting here like I really hope I get in but I also was just feeling like a little lost and I was looking into other fields to go into because I was just thinking what if physical therapy is not for me and I don't get into school like what's what's going to be my next step after that so I started looking into plan b's And I realized that that wasn't really a good mindset to have. (laughs) So I started applying for the second cycle. And I was still feeling pretty down in confidence, not feeling like I would be good enough and get rejected again. That was probably my biggest fear is just going through the whole process and getting rejected again and putting all of my cards on the table, putting an hour studying and... um, money paying to to retake the GRE. The GRE is probably one of my biggest struggles because I had to retake that one. I love the fact that you talked about the plan B's. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of students entertain that, you know, it's, it's, and it's tough, right? Because especially after you've gone through one cycle and you've gotten rejected or waitlisted or didn't hear back from school because we hear all of them, right? It's tough to go back in and I mean, we're human. You're human, right, right mm-hmm. Sophia? So, so obviously yeah. as a human being, it's it's natural to be like, hey, like, should I have a backup plan? <laughs> you know, like, should I have a backup plan? What if it what if it doesn't work out? But but let me ask you this, and, and this was not one of the questions that I had planned. If you had a backup plan 10 years from now, so obviously you said you want to be a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. Yes. How happy would you have been with your backup plan in 10 years? I honestly, I think I would have regretted going with the backup plan just because, you know, I want to do, I know I want to do physical therapy. I want to do a physical therapist. If I chose my backup plan, I probably would have wanted to go back to PT school eventually. Cause that's what I was thinking. It's like, okay, let me go through this other, maybe get my master's yeah. and come back and do physical therapy. But at the end of the day, I think I would have wasted more money, more time when I could have just gone into what I really wanted to do. So I think that's where I went wrong is thinking of plan B's when I should have just had full faith in myself and my journey to get to where I am today. Uh, I, I couldn't have said it better. For, for, for those of y'all listening, that's a very important point to catch because regardless of where you're at, 
plan B's are such a common thing. Sometimes they're given to us by other people. <laughs> Maybe it's our advisors telling us, hey, you should think about a backup plan or family members or other people that are trying to kind of help us succeed in some way. And it throws you off your mark, right? If you genuinely want physical therapy, if you're like, yo, like always ask yourself that question in 10 years, will I look back and regret that I did not keep fighting for physical therapy? And it's one of the hardest conversations to have with yourself because it means sometimes going against what you feel in that moment. And, and in, in that moment, you just want to run away. In that moment, you just want to, you know, pick a different career, pick a different path, just have a job, you know. Um, but having a plan B for when it comes to the career that you want, like, man, it actually hurts your ability to go all in. It hurts your ability to give the level of effort and direction. And if you don't have direction, then you got to find someone that has it, right? Like it's that simple, right? But we make it more complicated. So, so you, you, you like, plan, I'm not a fan of plan B's. I'm just not like, if, if this is what you want to do, like, I get it, you know, be a smart applicant, but I just, it doesn't make sense. Like you have one life and this is the career that you have been called to be a part of. Now, if it's not, if physical therapy is not your dream career, then Maybe this is time to switch. But if this is your calling, like, what's the point? Like, what's the point in going down a different path just to be like, all right, I'm back where I started. You know, you're, you're still going to have to deal with the same stuff. GPA, GRE, it's not going anywhere. It's not like in three years, it's just going to vanish, you know? So I love that. So for you, my next question is, what led you? Because you had already applied prior and you had gotten rejected. You obviously wanted physical therapy. You had entertained thoughts of, you know, potentially having a plan B. What led you to look for a non-traditional like guidance, like non-traditional coaching? So obviously you, you were part of our coaching program, the accepted system. What led you to look for something like that? Because a lot of students, and we talked about this with Alan. Alan was on this series on Sunday night, so a few days ago. And what we discussed with him is we were like, a lot of people are just afraid to ask for help. Like we feel like if we ask for help, it, it we're weak or we're not capable of you know, being PT school qualified. And so we typically just try to do it on our own. So for you, like what puts you in that position where you're like, yo, I got to get help mm -hmm. and ultimately join our program. Just want to say I completely relate to that, not wanting to ask for help and waiting too long to ask. But I didn't seek out the help. I'd actually, I had like an ad on Facebook or Instagram for like the webinar for pre-PT grind to help you get into PT school. And this is after I received um, rejections and this was in January. And yeah. I just saw it and I was just like, I wonder if this is actually legit. I don't know if this is something I should actually get into. So I was just like, okay. And then from there, I followed their Instagram, your podcast. I was listening to it here and there. It wasn't super into it and then wasn't super into um, it I was it wasn't drawn to me yet I'm getting there so <laughs> it comes March or April and then there's like I see that you guys are gonna have another webinar and so I join it and I'm just like okay you guys are really speaking to me and what I'm going through and I really feel like you guys could give me the sense of direction that I really need and the push so I first joined the Habits of the Accepted Challenge, I believe, and that's where I kind of realized kind of the negative habits I had, and I was kind of digging myself in a hole that wasn't going to get me into school, so I had like limiting beliefs when I could have been asking myself, what can I be doing to prevent me myself getting rejected again, and just really utilizing more of my resources as well. So 
when I decided to join the accepted system, I was still kind of nervous. But after the first week, I was like, okay, this is legit. This is the actual community with actual people who care about you and want you to really succeed. And I know Joseph and Casey, they really do whatever they can for their students and also our coaches as well. Shout out to Gail. (laughs) She was a really good mentor for me. I feel like she really understood where I was coming from. And I think that's what I was missing during my first cycle. I wasn't really able to like speak openly about my doubts and fears about not getting into school and like my actual anxieties. And I felt comfortable talking in the PPT grind space. And I think that's really what jumpstarted my journey to getting accepted. I love it. I love it. Man, uh, we all need space like that. We all need a space where we can be okay with talking about what terrifies the heck out of us as pre-PTs. A space where, I mean, I think the the reason why you and Gail worked so well is because she had been rejected before as well. And so Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like having someone that can help you kind of go like, yes, almost sit in it because it sucks, right? It's like the feelings are real and we can't ignore them, but how to deal with them and how to still bounce back and you know, go at it again. And so, so I love that. And, you know, tell me how, how did that coaching program help you solve your, and you talked about it a little bit, but like, how did it help you kind of deal with a lot of the fears that you had uh, more specifically? So I think it really just gave me a roadmap to think about what I can do to really like counteract my fears by actually taking action right away. And I also had an accountability partner who held me pretty accountable to doing the stuff I set my goals for. So um, shout out to Kevin as well, Kevin Fan. Uh, He's actually who really got me started on studying for the jury and taking it again, because I remember we're talking, he's like, okay, you keep saying you're going to start studying tomorrow or the next day or next week. So tomorrow you're going to wake up and you're going to do a practice exam and start from there. And I think without that, I would have just kept putting it off and putting it off. Um, But also um, the acceptance system really gave me tools that I needed to be able to get out of my my head and just be able to, you know, become the best applicant I could be through just the different advice they would give us, the different advice you guys would give us. And at any time I felt comfortable sharing stuff with you or Gail or even Casey. I love it. I love it. Listen, mm-hmm. for, for those of y'all that are watching this live, listening to this on replay, if you're stuck, you don't have to stay stuck right? If I'm stuck, I don't have to stay stuck. (laughs) And and that could be a number of different things that could be stuck in regards to, you know, not having, you know, direction or clarity that could be stuck in regards to being stuck in your own head, right? Like stuck in the past, stuck in what's already happened, whether it's being rejected Mm -hmm. or not doing well on the GRE, right? Because you were saying the GRE was a big part for you, right? And so, so if you're stuck and you're like, man, like, I don't know how to get over this this hurdle. I'm facing it. I'm looking at it. It's it's leading me to second guess and maybe even potentially look at a plan B. But you have to just understand that like that's you can navigate through that, right? And so you don't have to stay stuck. You you don't have to stay stuck. Like that's a choice. And and that's a choice I hope more pre-PT start to make because I think a lot of times we feel like we're pinned to a wall and, and that's not the case. Like don't do not let anybody ever tell y'all that you are like pinned to a door because your GPA is too low because you're like that stuff's just lies like we're fed that to be honest it's just easy it's easy for someone to tell you to quit it's not their dream right Sophia isn't it easy for someone that just doesn't believe in the same vision you have 
isn't it easy for them to just be like, you know what? It looks hard. It looks like you're struggling. It looks like it's making yeah. you sad. Let's, let's find something yeah. else. That's easy for somebody to do. You know what's hard though? What's hard is to say, hey, get back up and do it again. Let's figure out what we might've missed, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so that's something that I want you guys to understand because once you realize that as a student, then you realize that your situation right now is not finite. Like, exactly. It's not, it's not. And it's one of the most beautiful feelings you could have as a pre-PT. Right, it's, 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 it's amazing because then you start asking different questions. Now you start asking, okay, so where can I get help with this? GRE, applying again, anxiety, like where? Now you start realizing that the solution exists. I just have to be willing to find it. Does that make sense, Sophia? Exactly. And then just something else I want to add yeah. is something you guys taught us was to leverage other parts of your application. Like it's not just about the GRE or your GPA. You have your you can write like the most amazing essay that's going to make you an irresistible applicant, like honest. <laughs> yep. Or you can just rack up those observation hours or get really good recommendation letters. It's not going to be easy, but it, if you put in the work, it'll, it'll come. You got it. You got it. There are so many different ways to put yourself in a, like a phenomenal position as students. Mm -hmm. You just have to learn how. So uh, for, for those of y'all that currently feel stuck, because next question is going to be about Sophia's first acceptance letter, uh, how she found out and how it made her feel. And she's going to share that here in just a second. But if right now you're, you're listening to this, whether live replay, this is going to be a podcast episode, by the way. So on pod. And right now you're like, I just need help getting unstuck. Right now, I just feel stuck. I, I don't know what to do next. I have a lot of fears, like as a pre-PT, I feel like I might not be good enough or I might not have what it takes, but I really want this profession. Like I, I love physical therapy and I just need help knowing what to do next. Or if you're listening to this afterwards, go to www.acceptancenavigator.com. It's a four-part video series where Casey and I teach you the key elements that Sophia and these other students that you've heard that they have like learned to help them figure out, okay, like where, where am I? Like, where am I in this journey? Like, how do I, how do I leverage my strength? How do I get direction? How do I take the guesswork out of this whole application game so that when I do apply the first time or the second time or the third time, regardless of how many times you've applied already, I can be a strong applicant. I can trust that I've done the right things. So we created that for you guys so that you guys have the same roadmap that Sophia had and all these other students, because you don't like, you don't have to stay stuck. Like, it's just, I, I just don't believe in that. <laughs> like if, if anyone ever tells you you have to, they they don't know what they're talking about. Right. So you don't have to stay stuck. So start taking ownership, take control of the driver's seat of your acceptance journey. Go to acceptancenavigator.com, www.acceptancenavigator.com uh, and get started today. Get started today. Sophia, Talk to us about the day that you got accepted into PT school. What, what, how did you find out? Like what was going through your mind? Uh, because that's a day that we all dream about, but we want to celebrate with you a little bit. Is that cool? Yeah. So, so yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So it was, I think it might've been a Monday, not really sure, but I remember waking up, I saw like a missed call from like a random number and I was like, what is this? And it's like five, five in the morning. And then I open my phone, I have a text message and it's from, it says, hi, this is um, Casey, Dr. Yu from Baylor University. Just give me a call whenever you can. And I was just, my heart was beating Freaking fast. Out. I was like, this isn't <laughs> real. Am I going to call him and he's going to tell me I accepted? And then I even thought, I was like, what if he says I'm rejected? And I was like, he probably wouldn't call me for that. So I give him a call. <laughs> and I was just like, hi, this is Sophia. <laughs> 
and then he told me like congratulations you've been accepted and then just um, it's five in the morning and I hear the roosters in the in my backyard going off and I'm just like oh my god it was it just felt unreal kind of felt like I was still dreaming because I was still waking up yeah but, um, <laughs> The admissions director told me, he said, we all saw your interview and looked over your application, the committee, and we thought that, like, you definitely need to have a seat at our school, and that just, it made me feel so good inside, like, I can't even explain it, like, it just made it feel like everything was worth it, like, all the studying, all the late nights, staying up, writing my essays, and it was, it was worth it, and no one else was up for me to celebrate, so as I'm, like, going out on my way to work, I wake up my little sister, I'm, like, wake up, I'm, like, I got accepted to school, and she's just, like, yay. Because she was so tired, she's, like, (laughs) yeah, man, I, first of all, if y'all ever get a phone call, or, or someone try to get on the phone with you, uh, it's, it's either because you got in, or they have a question, it's typically not a rejection. So uh, if you guys get a phone call or, you know, get a message saying, you know, can we get on the phone? It's going to be nice. More than likely, it's going to be nice. But Sophia, real quick, before we go to the last question, obviously people were asleep when you found out, right? Uh, yeah. You were kind of celebrating on your own. Go back to what you were thinking in that moment, you know, after getting rejected the first time, after obviously struggling with the GRE and the, the doubt of you know being qualified for PT school and then hearing that hearing that they wanted you right like basically what I heard right it's like we would love to have you in our program what what was going through your like there there had to have been like a lot of thoughts in your head at once there was there's too many (laughs) but uh, a couple of them one is like I'm finally going to be a physical therapist this is my first step in that direction two I felt immense gratitude from all the people that helped me throughout my application process, especially the accepted system with you and Casey and Gail and just the whole community. Cause anytime anyone had a question, there's someone that has an answer. Someone that's going to give you advice or give you like a cheat sheet or a template to write an email to a, a director of a school. Cause let me tell you, writing emails from scratch aren't the easiest. <laughs> But I just felt so grateful, and especially for the people who revised my essays, um, just really grateful. And I feel like there's no way I can give that back other than helping other pre-PTs in their journey as well. I mean, you're doing it right now, just by sharing your story. And, and honestly, just keep being yourself as a future PT and an inspiration. I mean, think of what you're about to do for, for the island, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that alone is is beautiful. So I'm so proud of you. I'm so freaking yeah. proud of you. Um, Sophia, last question. And this one is a good one. After everything you've gone through so far, obviously, you know, now it's time for, for your next phase of starting physical therapy school. But now that you're accepted into PT school, into multiple schools, you're still going through the process of figuring out, you know, what your yeah. selection is going to be, which is a cool problem to have what's your advice? Like, what's one word of wisdom after looking back at your journey that you would say, hey, if I were able to talk to Sophia a year ago, like, do you remember where Sophia's headspace was last November? Yeah, Yeah. she was freaking out, right? So if you could go back in time to a young Sophia, what would you say to her? Mainly because there is somebody listening. They might be listening to this live right now. They might be listening to it on replay. They might be listening to it six months from now. Like someone's listening to this at some point and they are that version of you. They are in that same place. What would you say to keep that 
Sophia fighting to keep that Sophia pushing so mm -hmm. that she could ultimately get to where you are right now? So I would definitely say don't be afraid to ask for help and don't wait until it's too late because I can tell you there's been a lot of people that have helped me on my journey and just because they've helped me it doesn't make your acceptance my acceptance any less than what it is. You make what you get out of it and you need to use all your resources. If you really want to do physical therapy, I know you guys can do it. If I was able to do it, you definitely can too. And just another thing is um, you definitely, you need to have confidence in yourself and your ability to be accepted. Because if you don't believe in it, then it's going to be hard to push through all of these obstacles that are coming your way. So you just really need to have faith, have confidence and put 100% down because um, you're going to regret it if you don't put all of your cards on the table. I promise you, because that's how I felt my first time. Um, so just put everything in and results will be coming after. <laughs> wow. Putting all your cards on the table is terrifying, guys. It is. Um, it's, it's scary as heck, but it's so rewarding. You know, I think so, sometimes I, you know, whenever I talk to students, Sophia, and they're nervous about doubling down on their dream, right? They're like, PT is all I ever want to do. I don't want to do anything else, but they're scared to double down on it. I asked them, like, what would it feel like to, to finally get accepted? Like that description that you just gave of the day you got accepted, mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, man, like, it would be amazing. I, I, you know, it would feel like a weight lifted off my shoulder. And they start telling stories about what brought them there. It's like, oh, my grandmother this. And I remember when my grandmother got in, you know, like and, and getting emotional. I've actually like asked that question, you know, students have like, like teared up on the phone because of how emotional that moment is. And then I bring them back and I'm like, what would you do for that? Oh my God. It's a, it's a different, it's a different way of looking at your application process. I, I think if you guys can start living out the day that you'll get accepted and ask yourself what that will mean for you, then I want you to come back and ask yourself, like, what am I willing to do? Like, what, what am I willing to do? You know, the, the GRE is, you know, all of our kryptonites, right? We all hate the GRE, right? I mean, just, let's just say it like it is. However, however, if we want to deal with it, like, how do we get guidance on that? Like, like, who do we go to, right? If, if we've been rejected before, okay, like, if I'm scared of getting rejected again, and, and, and that fear is holding me back, that fear is leading me to come up with a plan B. But then I take that moment to go to that day when I would potentially get accepted into PT school, and I internalize what that day would mean. Now I come back and I say, uh-uh, like I can't, I can't slow down. Like I can't, I can't quit. I have no choice but to keep going because that moment means so much more than any compromise I could ever come up with. Right. And so if you guys can start acting like that, then you'll start realizing that the only way to play is to double down. If this is what you want, then you like, like it's the best way to do it. Like, like we want to play it safe, but but the honest truth is, would you rather play it safe and give up on your dream and live to regret it or would you rather double down look for all the ways to navigate through it and ultimately realize your dream it becomes a choice that you have to make. um and as we wrap up uh sophia i just want to say thank you for for taking time out of your i was about to say evening but taking time <laughs> out of your early afternoon in guam to to sit down with us and to share your story and for the people that are here right now if they want to message you or ask you questions is there a way they can reach out to you uh, yes, they can reach me through my Instagram. 
Uh I have a separate Instagram for my pre-PT stuff. It's called pre-PT Sophia with an F, so S-O-F-I-A. And you can just DM me and I'll get back to you whenever I can. And please don't be afraid to ask me questions. I'm more than welcome to answer them. Y'all contact Sophia. She's amazing. Thank you so much, Sophia. For those of you that are stuck, remember, you don't have to stay stuck. And if right now you're like, what should I be doing next? Go to that link that we sent you to acceptancenavigator.com. When you go there, don't go through, like, this is your career. So when you go through it, be intentional, like grab a notebook, like listen to the stuff that we teach you in there, apply it, ask yourself, how can I use this? How can I use this to take control of my acceptance so that one day you can be just like Sophia, you know, accepted into PT school. It's work. It's work. Like this whole pre-PT journey is work. Like it's, it's terrifying. It's got a lot of obstacles. It's got a lot of things that we just don't expect because it's life. It's life. But when you have the, the, the roadmap, when you have the right people around you, when you know how to play the entire game, man, it becomes so feasible and so possible. That's the game. So if you're looking for that, go to acceptancenavigator.com. Sophia, thank you so much once again. Y'all have an amazing rest of your evening. Uh, Those of y'all in Guam, have a great rest of your day because y'all got like a lot of day left, but much love y'all. Many blessings. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping free PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Free PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Free PT Grind podcast, and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind. We would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.